Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back to another episode of Ace in the Hole, sharing the secret sauce. Well, today, this is episode four, we're talking patterns like good or bad habits can be your ace in the hole. So the topic today is really about how all human beings have a tendency to see patterns everywhere. It's part of our internal system that keeps us from being prey, right? Like saber-toothed tiger is going to come get you, and you need to know you do not want to be lunch, right? So patterns help us to make choices such as that, the survival choices. And in our modern world, it helps us basically to live and keep what is familiar as a barometer of safety. Patterns keep us safe. They don't keep us happy. They don't keep us successful. They don't keep us anywhere because, of course, most of us are not aware of patterns that can sabotage us, patterns that come from our beliefs. And that's basically your beliefs are when you wake up or you turn on the news or you talk to other people, you make a judgment about the information presented to you, just like the saber-toothed tiger, right? And then your patterns of behavior will follow. And in business patterns, it's not just obviously about the individual. There are patterns of relational dynamics about how you communicate with other people. They're usually are the ones we struggle with, right? That basically most of us will blame something else. Even the overarching company culture has a pattern. And why does it work for some people and not for other people, right? How do their individual patterns align with the environment? You ever heard you're not a fit for the environment or felt like you hire people and they're not a fit? And it's really the patterns that are associated with the environment that create the culture. And most people don't see it that way. We'd rather blame other people or we would rather blame something else rather than what we are actually helping to create. So why is it our focus today? Well, patterns make a difference in everything humans do. And I mean everything, right? I mean, we don't have to worry about walking out our front door and a saber-toothed tiger is hanging out there going, yo, you want to be dinner? No, but that physiology still protects us. And it's difficult for most people because they can shout from the rooftops, everyone around me needs to change, everything needs to change. But in reality, it is you that has that power to change. But you got to be able to change patterns. And having awareness, it can take you to basically seeing how your patterns of behavior operate. Most of us don't pay enough attention to what we do and what we say. We're busy paying attention to what everybody else says and does. And the tendency then becomes to blame other people. And that never, ever helps you. Maybe temporarily, but not in life, in permanence. Because you do develop the same tendencies over and over as a pattern. And that does not lead to permanent change. And the only way that you get to permanent change is there's a commitment from all moving parts in it. One person can lead the brigade and shift their perspective, but having everyone else on board committed to creating a positive, profitable environment means a different story. So patterns in relational dynamics, by the way, guess what? They start in childhood. Yep. Let's say you meet the bully, right? You're eight years old, meet the bully. How did you feel as a child? How did that feel in childhood? What were your reactive patterns? Whatever they were, guess what? Those are on autopilot. You might be wondering why, if you meet somebody as an adult that you think is a bully, 
that either you're running away or you're looking for protection or you're reacting pretty much like you did when you were eight years old. You may meet someone who seems way too invested in how awesome you are. Wow, I can't believe what an amazing job you do. Oh my God, nobody compares to you, right? And my past, I would think, oh, this person wants my job. <laughs> I didn't take it seriously because I could not take a compliment, but at the same time, more often than not, it ended up not being a good thing. But, and I say, but, I didn't see how I helped to create that either by having these patterns that are on autopilot. So sometimes when people are telling you, hey, you're so wonderful, you do such a great job, you might treat that person like they don't exist, like their respect for you does not matter. And what you do instead is you might find a problem with them. Oh, I knew that that person could make so many mistakes on a project or on having clients and they don't really seem to be living up to what they sold me and so on and so forth. And so what ends up happening is it's a psychological phenomena, by the way, because if somebody thinks you're more, oh, I don't know, successful, wonderful, what have you, if you really don't like yourself deep down inside, doesn't matter how many accolades people give you, your achievements, none of that matters. What matters is what you believe inside. So if you do not think you're all that in a bag of chips on a very deep level, you're going to come up with reasons and excuses as to why this person is a loser, why this person doesn't deserve, because nobody can like you more than you like you. Interesting little psychological phenomena, ain't it? So these are all, of course, reactive patterns that can lead to sabotage and dysfunction in relating to other people. Because all of this becomes a story in your mind, and then you're just reacting, 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 and you don't even know it. And you're labeling things that you're inappropriately labeling in your life, especially in the work environment, and so you're not seeing the whole picture. It's a lot easier to start changing the patterns you have inside as it affects how you treat other people and the expectations, positive or negative, that you hold for yourself and other people. You have patterns that help you fulfill your perspective on other people. True or false in your mind is what you do. That is how most people think. Black and white, no gray. Problem with that is it's patterned thinking based on faulty information. You relate to others not in the current moment, okay? Not now. Like I said, remember the bully? You relate to people as you would have in the past moment when you establish the way of relating that you do now. So that pattern you created from whatever past moment, something happened with a certain kind of person and you've brought it to adulthood. Isn't that great? Not really. <laughs> Not really. So in most cases, unless of course it's a positive, right? What might you need to learn from this focus? Well, patterns of behavior around relating to others can make a huge difference in the workplace. I think we all know that, right? To be aware of how you contribute or create the dysfunction around you, it's the first step. Like you have to be aware. How am I contributing? Most of us still don't see ourselves clearly because you might blame others or blame yourself. And the criticalness is not needed. Criticizing, not needed. Criticism, not needed. None of that. None, none, none. No criticism is needed. What it is, is that you're still seeing things black and white. So you might see yourself contributing 
and you're not really being honest about how you're contributing. You want to be able to see with basically, number one, the idea of, okay, what is really true? Well, I don't really know what's true. And I don't know is a great place to live when it comes to your patterns of behavior. Instead of blaming others or finding they don't live up to your expectations. Again, these are all patterns, right? So if you can see on a deeper level, what the hell is going on with me? Why am I seeing things in this way? So number two, a source of frustration is your pattern of relational dynamics, right? So what you find that once you change your patterns, you actually relate differently to people around you. And that is one of the greatest gifts of being able to break patterns, of being able to chop them up into little pieces and be able to see them at an almost microscopic level. And then you see, oh my gosh, I'm not struggling where I used to struggle anymore. I have changed my dynamics with other people because I'm no longer on this pattern of repeat where I feel like I'm victimized by other people or I feel like I'm always made to be the bully. You know, I'm always made to be the rescuer, whatever the relational dynamic happens to be. And instead, you're able to see, okay, you know what? I don't struggle here anymore. This is great. And just for those people who are client facing, what if you found that you were an autopilot with your patterns in that just some simple tweaks to the root of why you do what you do, right? Why you're in the position that you're in, why you're triggered to treat someone the way you do. And it can be because your own lack of confidence, you know, and you may have a pattern that tries to cover up that lack of confidence. Changing those things is amazing. So you could have that change. So wouldn't you do it? Of course you would, right? Because if you don't, why is this an issue? Why, if you just ignore the things I just said, is that an issue? Well, patterns are on repeat and repeat means you don't know what you do not know about yourself until you become aware. And even then you still need to take action to change it. Absolutely. Well, who does this affect? Well, it affects the whole world, but in the workspace, it really does affect the manager, the leader, or the owner. And the reason being is you're setting the tone. So if your company culture sucks, you start at the top. You don't start in the middle. You start at the top. There is something somewhere where you're leaving holes, okay, in the dynamics where people are relating to one another that allows people to act in certain ways that are dysfunctional towards maybe their peers, their subordinates, that is an issue. And you need to change that because it affects every part of your business. So the real secret sauce to fixing this is to know what your triggers are. Know your triggers when you interact with someone. Well, how do you do that? You check your insides. Literally, you check how you feel. Like, do you feel a sense of urgency? Do you feel a desire to run? You know, you're interacting with someone, right? Check how you feel. Do you have a desire to overpower them, to shut somebody up? Do you feel like you're just coming up with an answer to explain yourself or to explain why they're wrong or anything before you actually listen to what's being said? The more you know your trigger, the more you can see where it originated. You can see why you have a pattern to react as you do to somebody. And then you have the option to keep seeing he or she this way and see yourself as the victim in the situation. And yeah, trying to overpower someone does not come from inner strength. 
Okay. I just want to make that clear because a lot of times people think if I can just talk over them or tell them no or tell them whatever I'm in power and they're not. Just by doing that, by the way, you never change how someone looks at you. You can make them as wrong as pie, but guess what? They're never going to respect you. You can relate to people in the worst way possible or the best way. And people never respond to fear in a positive way, ever. So if you want your workplace to keep perpetuating whatever your relational dynamics are that you're not happy with, then don't check into what patterns you have. But I'm saying to you, you really can look at, okay, I do try to overpower someone when they're talking because I don't want to hear it because they're always complaining, right? Because you got a story about it. And instead it's to go, let this person speak. Do I have anything to lose by letting them speak? It doesn't mean I need to change my mind. And it definitely doesn't mean I need to overpower them. What I need to do is check in with myself and ask myself, what is it I want here? Meaning, what do I want to experience? And then I give myself that experience. Seriously, you cannot always control the results. It's more about, well, let's see, if I'm calm and I look at this as something I'm not taking personally, and this is all from recognizing what your patterns are, right? Because your patterns are going to be fear-based if you're having any sort of dysfunction. So when you really start paying attention to that, you go, okay, this is going to feel weird for me to say something in a different way or act in a different way. But that's how you start to break a pattern. And so that's what you want to do. You want to get out of fear-based patterns because most of us, we don't realize that when a pattern started, it started from fear. You know, we're just discussing fear-based patterns. We're not discussing the positive patterns. So what makes this pattern useful to you now is a great question. Well, when I was eight, this pattern, it saved me or something. Boy, but this pattern now keeps me separate. Nobody listens to me or whatever. But there's always a benefit, even if you think there's not. So the clearer you can see the benefit, then you know what you need to do. So what pattern would give an adult benefit, okay? That is really key because again, we can walk around these eight-year-old patterns or five-year-old patterns or however old we were when we developed some of our relational dynamics with the people in our environment, okay? And we got a benefit from it. Oh, I know how to talk to people so they leave me alone. I know how to talk to people so they do what I want, right? So we learn these nuances and then become patterns and we just do them on autopilot. And you got a benefit to it is what I'm saying. But as an adult, are they really really beneficial to you or are they not beneficial to you? You got to look at that. So you want to look at what would actually make me feel respected and happier internally. Probably if I act in a respectful way to myself and others. And if I come from a more positive frame, what would change the dynamic you have from your original actions rather than reactions. And that is a big key because that requires you to know what your motivation is for whatever discussion you're having with someone or however you relate to them. You really need to know what is going on at a deeper level that's driving my behavior. So all to say, you have the power, drop those patterns. Yeah. All right. What's the mindset nugget I'm going to leave you with? To build a muscle of empowerment from patterns that suck around relational dynamics, you have to realize it's a you issue and not other people. Most of the time, you have a story that tells you it is somebody else. It's always everybody else. 
It is only if you allow it to be, and it is a choice, a choice to be triggered externally where you have no control or a choice to feel confident and good because you relate to everyone in a way that comes from original choice rather than reaction to someone acting or breathing in a certain way. My goal in life, and I hope yours too, is that circumstances aren't going to dictate what you choose to do unless there's a fire happening right at your feet or you're standing at the edge of a cliff. If it's not a life or death situation, don't let your circumstances define you. All right, everybody, you take care. I'll see you next time. Bye-bye.